So we all saw the debacle that happened with Gail King. And when Gail King had asked Lisa Leslie the question about Kobe Bryant and a case that was dismissed and thrown out by prosecutors, many people was very, very upset about what happened. Then you had many people take the social media at the time period and weighed in because they were very upset with Gail King. Snoop Dogg decided to weigh in at that time period. And if you heard the original video, Snoop Dogg was speaking from a place of anger. Snoop Dogg was speaking from a place of hurt because he knew Kobe Bryant personally. And a lot of people felt the energy from Snoop Dogg at that time period. When Snoop Dogg put out his video, even though people like Boosie put out a video as well, other celebrities put out videos or made statements on Twitter, Instagram, etc. They only honed in on Snoop Dogg. And I always question why they home in on him. There's a lot of other celebrities that made statements, but why Snoop? They made a statement that said, well, Snoop Dogg made a threat. When Snoop Dogg was speaking in that manner, I didn't take that as a general threat. He didn't say he was going to do anything. He didn't say, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. He said, we're going to come get you. That's what he said. Now, they got upset saying, well, Snoop called her the B word. Well, Snoop have called many women the B word, but all of a sudden you care about this one. And then Snoop turned around, made a, another video, and he addressed it and said, look, we're not violent over here. We're not, I'm not implying any violence. He cleared that up, and I felt at that time period, that was good. He cleared it up. Fine. Okay, if anybody had any misconceptions, Snoop Dogg cleared it up. But oh no, when it came to Gail King, the media, which is owned by white folks, and we always call the mainstream media the white media because they're known by black people. It's owned by no one else, so it is the white media. They have the agenda, and the agenda is white supremacy, and the agenda is always to have a hatred and do anything you can to destroy the image and lives of the black man in this nation. Malcolm X had made a statement a long time ago. He stated that if you see the, this society defending a black person, loving them too much, you need to run away from that black person because they are not working in the best interest of black people. And he also has stated that the black person that this society hates that is the person that you run to, the person that you become their friend. Why? Because that person is telling the truth. That person is speaking with the voice of liberation. That person wants to see the betterment of the black community. So when we've seen all this venom and vitriol from the white media, especially the liberal, make sure I say this, the liberal media, the ones on the left, the ones Democrat, whatever you want to say, I said this before and I'm going to continue to say it. There is a hatred on the Democrat side and on the left for black men. Understand me too. left Democrats, whatever you want to call them, liberal, uh, 
progressives, whatever names you come up with, is all of them. They have a hatred for black men. They do. And black men have voted Democrat for a very long time, but they are exposing their hatred for us. So you see how they came out against Snoop Dogg and to defend Gil King. Now, any other time black women deal with issues and problems and they don't come out and defend them, but all of a sudden you're defending Gil King. I mean, last time I checked, it was just an issue within the black community, but the liberal feels that he or she needs to weigh in on our issues and affairs. And then I paid attention also to who wasn't saying anything. Now, a report was made in a lot of the right wing outlets, but they didn't care about what we had going on because they don't care about our issues and problems. But the liberal is always trying to interject himself or herself into our affairs. They are the ones that caused a lot of division. Think about it. It went from speaking about Kobe to Gail getting checked to now they put on their platforms um, this message about black men against black women. They're, they did that. It was not right wing. And then when I call out this left wing, call out this Democrat party, you have, and I'm going to say, people who aren't wise, not to say another word, will use simplistic responses that will say, oh, you must be a Republican. Oh, Republicans must be paying you. So in order for me to call out the Democrat party for what they do against my community, understand? What they do against my community, because I called them out for they're doing against my community, all of a sudden I have to be a Republican. See, you never said I was lying. Understand? See, I always pay attention to that more than anything else. See, when you have to deflect and say, oh, you must be a Republican, what you're saying is you're telling too much truth, Uncle Phil. You're telling too much truth. And I can't deal with the truth because I know you're right. You're a thousand percent right, brother. And I hate that because I want to stay within a group of people that hates my guts. But I feel that if I go join this other side, they hate me too. Let me say this. Both sides hate you. One's just more open about the hate. The other one is more conniving, deceitful, and actually more cunning and evil with the hate against us than the other one. I always tell people any day, give me the racist white supremacist in my face. I prefer that. I like that because I, I know who they are. I understand where they come from. But when you have that liberal that try to come in and try to say, oh, I'm your friend, black people, yet they're causing all kinds of divisions within black society, that is more evil to me than any other upfront KKK member. They're doing it in a different and conniving way. And that was pisses me off. So what they do is they have a hatred of black men. They get involved in black business when it had nothing to do with them. Kobe Bryant was a black man. Gail King, a black woman. Snoop Dogg, a black man. In this country, they never want to see black men speak up. They never want to see black men exert themselves. They never want to see black men take charge in their community. They don't want it. This is why they do everything in their power to sabotage 
black men. They purposely don't hire black men on, on jobs, but they will hire the women in our community more so than the men. Why? Because they know that if a man does not provide, it makes him feel less than. It also creates a issue and a problem when their women is making more than their men at times. And we know when things like that happen, it causes a divide versus when the man is working, the man is providing, the man is doing what he's supposed to do. Things go in harmony because that's the way it, the natural order is. I'm not talking about the evil order that's in America because everything that's right is wrong in America and everything is wrong is right. We live by an evil order in an evil system. And I call this place Babylon because that's what it is. They purposely don't want black men to take charge of their children. They can beat your child all day long. They can jail your child, whatever they want to do to your child, but let you discipline your child. They will sit up here and come in and take your child, your flesh and blood away from you and put them in jail. I'll put them in the psych ward like he just did a six-year-old girl recently. They want to use you all day. You speak up about that. They will have the unholy alliance come against you. Who's the unholy alliance? Sellouts or opportunist black people and white supremacy. That is the unholy alliance against black people but especially the black man. You cannot be a true man in America, black man. Now, some of you always want to push back and say, well, I can be a man anywhere I want. How, tell me how you fully can be a man. I'm not talking about you not a man. You don't stand up for yourself. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Listen to me. Don't get in your feelings about what I'm saying. Think about this. White men in this country could do whatever the hell they want. They can say what they want to say. They get away what they want to get away with. Does that happen to you? For example, if a white guy steals something out of the store and you steal it, you stole the exact same thing, he's going to get more leniency. You're going to get more time. You're treated like a fifth-class citizen. You know this. I'm telling you from experience and what I saw, the only place a black man can be a man is in Africa, in our natural habitats, where we belong, where our ancestors come from. Because in that society, you don't feel like you a fifth class citizen. You feel like you just a man existing. And you a man doing what you gotta do. And that's something that black men don't really know how that feels. All our lives, we've had this unholy alliance against us. You understand? Listen, I can deal with issues and problems with, with us in our own community, but you have this unholy alliance. And the problem is these sellouts and shucking and jiving uh, uh, people and these opportunists that side with racism, white supremacy against us, they would do it at the behest of them before they even get involved. See, the situation with Snoop Dogg, with his unholy alliance, they all came against him in one unison. You saw people on MSNBC, black folks, talking about Snoop Dogg. Forget what 
this woman, Gail King, stated about Kobe Bryant and you know his untimely death. Forget that. Now it's all about Snoop Dogg because demonize the black man. This nation has always demonized the black man. Black man raped me. That's that's the classic one. Black man raping somebody. Black men have been killed for not doing nothing but lying, saying he raped me or he made me look funny or whatever. The black man for a long time have not been able to truly be the men that they're supposed to be. Let me tell you why you're not a man. When you a man like Snoop Dogg, and what I saw, he's allegedly worth net worth $120 million. And then you're apologizing because the unholy alliance got at you. Ain't no way I'm going to be apologizing for nothing if I got that much money or even a lot less. Do you see people like Donald Trump apologizing? Donald Trump say the most egregious things about people. Donald Trump make implied threats. And a lot of times he, he do threaten people. He threatened nations. Do you see him apologizing? No, he don't apologize to nothing. Because Donald Trump feel, or other white men like that feel, that they can be men in America. Because they know the system going to back them up. I'm tired of watching black men cower down. Even you got people like President Obama at the time period. Cowering down to these people. You the president of the America the leader of the free world and you are letting Mitch McConnell talk to you any kind of way. You let Mitch McConnell just, just do whatever he wants with no pushback. You not trying to get him out of office. See, at least with, with Trump, what I see you go against him. He taking out revenge. He trying to get back at you. That's what Obama should have did at the time period. I'm sick of seeing black men with money, black men making millions of dollars on the basketball, football, wherever they is to making money at, and they cower themselves down with this money. They're scared to speak up. They won't speak up. They know a lot of things isn't right, but they don't, I don't want to say nothing because them folks gonna get mad. Well, you can't be a man in America if you're afraid them folks gonna get mad at you. You're not a man because you know the unholy alliance will come against you. Yes, we got a lot of people in the community that speak up on a grassroots level. We do. But, but these people, they're so afraid. A lot of brothers, especially some of means, are afraid that these folks are going to take something from them instead of taking advantage and saying, I'm going to set myself up in a way they can't take nothing from me. Matter of fact, I'm going to set myself up so well that I'm going to get things here and I'm going to get me some property in other countries. And if they try to pull any stunt, then I know that, hey, I can take my money and I'm out. I ain't got to be here because I already got a place set up for me. I got my money over there. I got my house. I got everything I need. I found a school for my, my children to be in. I don't have to put up with their crap. I'd rather leave and not be here then sit up here and be made to feel like I can't be a man in my country. I'm so sick and tired of watching black men having to sit up here and deal with so much in this country with the unholy alliance. Black men are just a lot of times just great to be sane because it's, it's unnatural to be putting yourself down as a man. It's unnatural to be walking around here and be emasculated like black men are emasculated in America. 
And why I say the unholy alliance, because black people work with the white supremacists against the black man, more so against the black woman. They do things against black women. Yes, I won't say they don't. But the concerted effort is against destroying the black man. Let's create crime bills to mass incarcerate the black man so I can keep him out of the household. You understand? We have to we have to think about this. That we talk about racism, yes, and that and white supremacy, yes, that's definite. But we have black folks that's collaborating with them against us. See, if we really had our community together, and it's okay to deal with the, the racist because now we got a community together and it's a, literally a fair fight. It's not a fair fight when your own people are joining with those who have been meant to harm and destroy you for over 400 years. How are you going to win that fight? And then you got silly, silly black folk. Silly. That when, when, when you really point this out and when you tell them, you know, sometimes the option may be to go to Africa and set something up. I ain't going nowhere. I'm doing things here. We need a one, one silly person's, you know, I always say about having an Africa plan, right? Well, what is the black American plan? And I told that fool, because he a fool, that you had the greats tell you what to do right here. And you choose not to do none of it. None of it. They messages us even on YouTube. All the greats. Dr. Franz Chris Wilson told us what we need to do. Khalid Muhammad told us what we needed to do. Martin Luther King told us what we needed to do. Fred Hampton. So many people, Dr. John Henry Clark, Dr. Ben, Amos, Dr. Amos Wilson. I can just go down a list of great people we've had come before us here in America and tell us what to do. And they all told us the simplistic things to do. Unify your community, build strong families, get education, create businesses, support those businesses, help each other grow. Don't be jealous of each other. Understand that we all we got. We have no friends. On and on and on and on and on. Protect your community. Don't let nobody punk you. All kinds of things we've been told. And yet, today, we are far worse off. If we were to listen to the greats and our ancestors that was with us as of recent, we'd be all right. If we done what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad told us to do, we'd be all right. But we don't do it. For instance, the Nation of Islam taught us forever, create our own schools. You don't let those who have oppressed you for hundreds of years teach your children. And what do black people do in America? Sit there and send your children to the people that have oppressed you for 400 years. You, you willingly send your precious children to them. And they do whatever the hell they want to do against your children. You understand? So don't come to me about no black America plan. Because you can't do the, the plans where you had literally our oracles and prophets came to us and told us literally thus saith the Lord, thus saith Allah or whatever else they said, right? Don't tell me nothing. Because understand something. This unholy alliance is now weakening. Because we as a community is weakening. This is why they are still doing what they're doing. 
Our strongest time period that I can remember is the civil rights movement because so many of us was unified and together. But today, look at us. We don't know if we're coming or going. And I'm going to cover in the next podcast about our individualized extinction because I need to get into that topic. But this unholy alliance would never let black men exert themselves. You can exert yourself on a personal level. Yes, you can. I'm not telling you to be weak, sissified, punctified. I'm not telling you to do none of that. I'm not telling you don't stand up for yourself. I'm not saying don't check these white supremacists because I'm the main one to check them. But I'm saying as a collective, that's what I'm speaking of, the collective, not some individuals. As a collective, you can't really be men like you want to, except in Africa. And even how some of you have this hatred for Africa. That been put into your mind by the white supremacists. You shouldn't listen to him for nothing he says about you. You should say, if he say it's blue, then I'm going to say it must be yellow. Whatever he say, it must be the opposite. I never believe him or anything till I go see it myself. Now, you wouldn't let a woman come in your life as a man. And as a pathological liar, you say, I ain't believing nothing she say. I'm going to go check it out myself. Or a man with a woman, if he's a pathological liar. So why don't you go check out things on your own? That's what I do. I t- we even take people to the continent. So they can go see it themselves. So they can see and come back and say, you know what? Man, I didn't know that. That's what happened last year. People came back and said, wow, I wish I'd have done this sooner. Everybody said they wish they'd have went sooner. I believe this and I believe that. But because that is a lot of times our sick mentality. But we will join with the white supremacists in harming us. We'll join with them in believing whatever they teach. We'll join with them in legitimizing their institutions. Because we can literally delegitimize their institutions by not participating in it. That's how you delegitimize it. Why do you think they fuss so much with black people? You need to vote. Because if you say, I'm not being part of none of your crap, it would delegitimize it because our population is a good size, being 40 million strong. That's a big chunk of the population saying they don't believe in your government at all. They believe everything is rigged. So what's the point? Because a lot of it is rigged against us. And we got a lot of black folks on that front with the unholy alliance telling you go out here and, and, and vote for a group of people that has contempt for you. We talking about the Democrats. If you want reparations, you want some sort of tangibles. That's what I'm talking about. We have to continue to call out these black folks. They are silent white supremacy, whether they're in the boule whether they are immigrants, they're coming from different black nations, whether they are an opportunity, black American opportunist, we need to call them out and put pressure. We have to, the thing we can do, we can break the unholy alliance by applying pressure to any black person that is going to side with racism and white supremacy. And because we have people who don't listen very well and assume you're saying other things, because see, that's what Snoop Dogg made a mistake at. When he said that, he should have followed behind and said, okay, this is what I mean. So applying pressure to them is making content, airing them out, exposing what they're saying, tweeting them, letting them know we heard what you said and this is not tolerated. Just let them know on the social media space, let them know every way you can how it just will not be tolerated you speaking that way against the community. 
That's the way we apply pressure these days, and it works a whole lot better. Trust me. People in unison making videos and things go viral, it doesn't work well in the real world for that person. See, Gail King was checked. If Snoop would have had just a little bit more wisdom and followed up when he said, we're going to come see you, and if he would say, and what I mean by that is, and he would explain that, then they couldn't have used that against him. That's the mistake that Snoop made with that situation. But the unholy alliance is real. Me personally, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm a person that believes in fighting. I'm a person that believes in standing up, but I also believe I'm not, you don't waste your whole life fighting and then you look up and other people aren't fighting with you. I also believe that why waste your time with something that's going down and go into things to create and build? Okay. If you're not going to do anything, as a collective and as many people that want to do a whole lot and will do a lot, but they can't be out there by themselves. You can't have black men and black women ready to take a stand. And yet you sitting around looking around at them watching because you're scared. Cause you're scared of what mass are going to say or what mass may not like you're scared. And this is why that unholy alliance continue as well. The fear you ate up with it. And you rather, because you're fearful and scary, join the unholy alliance that stand up and do what's right for black people. Leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.